Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, November 27th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Congress is back. Will the House expel George Santos? Number two, a look at what's on Congress's to-do list before Christmas break. And number three, Mike Johnson heads to Florida to shake the money tree. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The biggest thing hanging over the House uh, in particular, but Congress in general, is what is the future of George Santos, the Republican from New York? Uh, It's not looking good for him. No, it's probably not. (laughs) Um, Santos is is most likely going to be expelled this week. Uh, uh, Now, a few things have to happen. Congress has to... um, uh, someone in Congress has to put privilege or, or raise the the question of privilege to the resolution that is um, uh, has already been filed by Michael Guest, the chair of the uh, ethics committee. That has to happen soon. That has to happen uh, tomorrow, quite frankly. Uh, and that could be as soon as um, that could be as soon as Friday or sorry, as soon as Wednesday. Uh, but we actually don't know exactly when this will happen. We don't know when someone will raise the privileges of the House. But remember, this is you know, there's a lot going on in Congress right now, a ton. Um, there's the supplemental spending bill. There's appropriations. There's FISA. There's all sorts of stuff happening in the Capitol right now, all critically important. I know everyone's very excited. There will be no Christmas shutdown. That's, to me, kind of, at this point, not irrelevant, but it's it's it just delays the inevitable. But the House hasn't expelled somebody in more than 20 years, and there have been only five expulsions in the entire history of the institution. Um, and uh, the last person to be expelled was Jim Traficant, uh, who was convicted of of uh, uh, crimes. Uh, of course, Mr. Santos has not been convicted of yet. He has been indicted and he has been um, and the ethics committee has taken him to task for uh, a bunch of allegations. So uh, all that being said, the Santos resolution we expected this week, Mr. Santos did a uh, uh, Twitter or X spaces or whatever you call it on Friday night. I was not present for that, Anna, Um, but he uh, Brez tells me he said he is not resigning. But he is not, um, uh, you know, he's not completely in the dark that he will be probably expelled pretty soon. It's super interesting. I think if you look up from just there's a couple macro issues, right? I think there's a lot of both Republicans and Democrats who believe, you know, Santos has been an embarrassment to the institution. He kind of came in in a high flying manner. And when you look at all of the numerous, uh, you know, issues he's had in, in terms of you know, not only the legal, but also just, you know, kind of conduct not becoming a member of Congress, uh, clearly setting a new bar for that. Um, but I think the second thing here, though, is, that is important is just the uh, the numbers, right? Republicans have such a small majority when going into uh, the, the end of the year, as well as going into the beginning of January, that funding fight, which we can talk about uh, in, our, in the next item. But, you know, that is also certainly on the minds of Republicans that losing this seat, losing Santos, uh, which would almost assuredly go to uh, a Democrat, um, is, is going to be harder for them, um, you know, to, to in terms of just kind of being able to to do the basic blocking and tackling of Congress. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, that's um, uh, th- that's absolutely true. And remember, I mean, if if San- if Santos goes, if he gets uh, expelled or resigns, which again he says he won't do, um, and then Bill Johnson is seems like he's taking the job at Youngstown State University as the president. He says he'll be here for a few more months. Um, you are looking at, and I, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not being alarmist here. You are looking at a 219 seat Republican majority. Uh, it's it's t- you know at least temporarily. I mean, it's tiny, and then. Let's say uh, the former speaker, uh, December 8th, is the filing deadline for California. Let's say he calls it quits before the end of the Congress. You are talking about a, a majority with literally no room for maneuver. Going to be something to watch for sure. That leads us very nicely into the number two item of the morning for us. Just looking at the litany of things that Congress has to do, wants to do before uh, the end of the year. I'm going to kick it off here uh, because clearly the supplemental, that aid, uh, billions of dollars in aid to Ukraine, Israel, and the Indo-Pacific allies uh, are in a make-or-break moment. Jake, the Senate trying to take the lead here. Of course, everything coming down to whether Republicans and Democrats can get together on a a separate deal uh, as part of this when it comes to the border. Um, It is certainly kind of as high stakes as it gets, particularly for the Biden administration, uh, which knows that this is probably the last shot they have in the current makeup of Congress to get aid to Ukraine. Yeah, um, there is a big crunch here. Uh, Yesterday on Meet the Press, Mike Turner, the House Intelligence Committee chair, said they probably won't get until to to Ukraine funding and thereby Israel and Taiwan funding most likely until next year. Um, This is a huge crunch. It's a huge problem for President Joe Biden and for the White House and for all supporters of this kind of aid. Um, This is incredibly, incredibly urgent for Democrats, for um, uh, supporters of the of foreign involvement in these conflicts. Now, listen, Mike Johnson has some blame here. There could be aid to Israel, except he decided to tie aid to Israel to IRS funding, which is an unpopular decision in the House Republican Conference, even though it did pass. Uh, it is something that Israel supporters have been a little bit skeptical of, let's say. Uh, and, and Anna, that's just one of the many things right now that Congress has to get their arms around. Um, the NDAA, FISA, which is the uh, Foreign uh, Intelligence Surveillance Act, um, Two big things, in addition to government funding, that need to get done by the end of the year. Um, It's just these next couple weeks. I know, I know, everyone again is excited, really excited about no shutdown in December. That doesn't mean December is not going to be a mess on Capitol Hill. And alternatively, if it's not a mess, a bunch of stuff that is popular or that is important to the administration and many on Capitol Hill is not going to get done. Yeah, it is going to be, uh, I know we've, we've got to talk to our team. It's going to be a very busy end of year. All the things you talked about, NDA, uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville, the, the Senate looking to take up that issue. Um, going to be, you know, as much as we, to your point earlier, you know, this this, this is a Christmas miracle. We don't have a government funding fight uh, at the end of the year, but the clock surely ticking on that as well. And, and, and I think... One of the things that we're going to really see that forecasts or foreshadows rather uh, how easy or tough getting a government funding bill is going to be, whether or not and how quickly 
the chambers take up these spending bills. Because right now, we report senior GOP leadership aides in the House expect no floor action on appropriations bills this week. That the, the, the clock is certainly ticking. Big time. All right, let's run to the number three story of the morning. Mike Johnson, the speaker, is going to be in Sarasota, Florida. I am a huge Sarasota fan, Jake, as you well know. They're going to be taking a tour of the airport, and later he'll be doing a fundraiser with Representative Vern Buchanan, the Republican from Florida, a wealthy member of the House Ways and Means Committee, and a longtime big fundraiser for the House GOP. Yeah, um, uh, Mr. Johnson is doing a tour of the Sarasota airport, which got millions of dollars from the uh, the infrastructure bill, which Johnson and Buchanan both opposed. Uh, and then we'll go to Vern Buchanan's mansion in Sarasota, which um, is uh, Buchanan is a very, very wealthy member of Congress. Uh, and they will uh, raise money, $25,000 to have dinner with Mike Johnson, which is a um, probably a bargain for some people because he's he's starting to raise in in six figures. But this is the first major or what the uh, Buchanan folks are saying. And I think I think that's probably right. The first major fundraiser that uh, Buchanan that sorry, that Johnson is doing. Uh, he was in Florida last week. He went to see Donald Trump or I guess that was. Yeah, last week or the week before, it all blends together for me. Um, so this is a, um, uh, a a big moment for him, just getting on the fundraising trail post-Thanksgiving and uh, before heading back to Washington. All right. With that, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate Hope you had a great Thanksgiving break. If you like The Daily Punch, please tell your friends about us. Share it on social media. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also go deeper on all the issues we spoke about this morning and more by subscribing to our free morning newsletter. All you need is an email. Go to punchbowl.news and we got you covered. Thanks so much. Have a great day and stay safe.